for downloading A Shot of Torah with Levi Cooper, a podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit elmad.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper, coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. Last Rosh Hashanah in my shul in Sur Hadassah, we had a fantastic event. A week before Rosh Hashanah, one of, our members of the, one of the members of our community gave birth to a young boy, which meant that the Brit Milah, the circumcision, was scheduled for Rosh Hashanah. Now, that shouldn't surprise us. I'm sure that it happens very often. But I can tell you it had never happened in our shul in Sur Hadassah. And the truth is, growing up in Australia, I don't remember anyone having their Brit Milah on Rosh Hashanah. What, did you, what do you do? So Shulchan Aruch says that when there's a Brit Milah on Rosh Hashanah, you do the Brit Milah after Kriyata Torah, after the reading of the Torah, before you blow the Shofar. Why? Why specifically at that time? Well, on one hand, we want to do it as early as possible in the day. But first, we have to dive in the morning prayer. One might wonder, well, shouldn't you also blow the shofar first? So the commentators explain that for a number of reasons, the Brit Milah comes before we blow the shofar. For one reason, a Brit Milah is more prevalent than blowing the shofar. And there's a rule in Jewish law, Tadir v'she'eno Tadir Tadir Kodem. If there's something that is frequent and something that is infrequent, the frequent thing comes first. A second reason is because uh, the Shrina, the Holy Presence, is present with the Torah. So we do the Brit Milah while the Torah is still out, before it has been returned to the Ark, and that is just before we blow the Shofar. But the third reason, and this is really the, the nicest reason to my mind, is because we would like to connect, to link the Brit, the circumcision, the Brit of Avraham Avinu, of Abraham, to the Shofar, which represents the ram that was found at Akedat Yitzchak, at the binding of Isaac, and was offered up by Avraham instead of Yitzchak. And therefore, there's a certain continuum from Avraham, the Brit of Avraham, to Yitzchak. And so you do the Brit Milah straight after Kriyata Torah, the reading of the Torah, before you blow the Shofar. Now, I know that there are people who don't do it in a Beit Knesset, and they do it at home, and that's certainly understandable. And the, uh, the poskim, the authorities, tell us that those people who would do a Brit Milah at home on Rosh Hashanah, they wait till after the service. And I'm sure that's what happens in many cases. In our case, the family decided that they wanted to do it in the Beit Knesset. So you can imagine there was a lot of excitement in Sur Hadassah in my shul. Fortunately, in Sur Hadassah, there's someone who is a mohel, a ritual circumciser, and he performed the Brit. And the family honored me with reciting the blessings and giving the young lad his name. And the halakha is, the law is that when you recite the name, you then drink a cup of wine. 
And in this particular case, because you don't have a meal straight after, but you continue on with the service, the person who drinks the wine actually should drink more than uh, normally once you drink once as for the bracha, for the blessing, and then another time as if it is in place of the meal. So I had quite a big cup of wine, and then in my shul, it's, uh, it's my honor that I blow the shofar in Sur Hadassah, and after a full cup of wine, I then went ahead and blew the shofar, which itself was an interesting challenge. But I'm very happy uh, that we had this opportunity. I'm sure it'll stay with me and with the other congregants and with our kids in the shul. They'll remember this event for many years to come. That's all for now. Until the next time. To the Beit Thank Midrash. Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit almad.pardes.org.